Well, hey, 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 what's up, my friends? Uh, this is JD, and I am sitting with the one and only Moses, the chosen chun. Wow. Haven't used that in a while. Haven't oh, used bring it, it in a while. Bang. Also known as 2K, my only friend who also has a hand sign uh, that we found out also doubles as the University of Houston's Houston. hand sign. Mm -hmm. uh, but <laughs> go Cougs. Go Cougs, yeah. Um, welcome to the Big 12. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Not yeah. thank you, but... <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll take what we can get. We'll yep. take what we can get. Um, and then uh, also, two weeks in a row. It, it's an honor. Bro, what a strong showing you had last week. <laughs> and I, I have to say, if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about the one and the only, the ginger, the big wall of red, <laughs> Andrew Weibel is in the house. You, you know what's sad is most people don't think I'm a redhead. How is that like not eighty percent of people? No, it's true. What? It's true. What do they say your hair is? Then either blonde or brown. It's not blonde. Dude, it's not no. brown. I don't. <laughs> if you are one of the eighty percent, <laughs> you are wrong. Very Th wrong, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having my back. <laughs> Here's the deal. Maybe it's because I've known you since you were a a wee lad, a tender flower in the field of life, bro. Wow. <laughs> I met Andrew. You were in elementary school when we met. Yeah. When, when would it have been? 1999. I would have been, yeah, five, going into kindergarten. How about that, folks? Wow. Oh gosh. Wow. That is what we call longevity history. <laughs> Come on, Andrew. Well, guys, today we are continuing on our journey of uh, talking through how these practices that we've been addressing on Sunday live in our life. In this series, we're calling Practicing the Practices. And uh, this week we talked about serving and stewardship, and we opened with the passage of scripture, Matthew 16, where Jesus actually rebukes Peter and he says, get behind me, Satan, because your mind is on earthly concerns and not on the concerns of God. When Peter was simply trying to protect Jesus from experiencing pain, mm -hmm. uh, because here's the deal. We don't drift towards hard. We don't. We don't drift nope. towards doing hard things. We don't drift towards sacrifice. We drift, we drift towards self-protection. We drift towards selfishness. Right. And therefore, everything that we do that is in contrast to that is an active step. Uh, we have to mm -hmm, choose mm -hmm. to do it. Something we've been saying a lot over this series of talks we've been on is that if you want something to change, then you have to change something, yes. you know? Um, and uh, this is one of those practices that demands action. Mm -hmm. They all demand action, but really this is the first one that is outside you changing maybe the rhythm of your morning mm -hmm. yeah. or, you know, changing uh, the, the, the rhythm of how your day plays out. This one is like, yo, change the way you live your life, yeah. change how you treat those around yeah, you change right. how you spend your time. Uh, and so it's a little uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, totally, it's not, sure. it's, um, it, it's a tough one. And uh, our team actually was just in a meeting talking about how we are all feeling the pressure mm -hmm. of how these practices are pushing up against some rhythms that we've developed mm -hmm. uh, that are not God's best yeah. for us. And this journey to want to know Jesus more and to experience more of his presence and to live aware of him uh, has been so challenging and so refreshing because mm -hmm. I, right. I believe this with all of my being. Uh, if we practice these practices, 
it will deepen our relationship with Jesus. Right. And that's yes. the end goal, right? I mean, yes. For sure. Again, what we've said over and over again, it's not about the mechanics. It's about the purpose. It's not about checking off a list. So I did this and it's I great. did this and I did this. It's about the purpose of meeting with Jesus, yes. living more aware of him, living more aware of his presence. And so let's get into it, boys. Uh, the reason why Moses is jumping on with us is because if there was an award, there, we haven't given Moses a golden hammer because there's not a hammer big enough. Fact. Wow. Not even a jackhammer. Not even a jackhammer. Wow. Honestly, that I'm going to look for one. <laughs> I am, Retired jackhammer. I'm going to look for. I'm going to start. Wow. Jackhammers. Yeah. You know who loves thrifting and going to uh, antique shops? Lindsay Falls. I'm going to commission. Thrifting? If no, it's, it's like. Not. It. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I combined. I combined two things of searching for gems. Wow. In piles of yeah. trash. Mm. Okay. Not thrifting. Yeah. Antiquing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very different. Very different. Very different. Teenagers thrift. Mm. Lindsay Falls. Lindsay Falls <laughs> antiques. <laughs> antiques. Okay. Hey, Joanna Gaines antiques. Joanna Gaines antiques. And I'm telling you, if she does it, then we all should do it. But I'm going to put her on the mission of. <laughs> Finding a retired wow. jackhammer so that we can get wow. it gold-plated and mm. give it to Moses. Because Moses has modeled what preferring other people yes, looks sure. like um, for as long as I have known him. Because remember, right, what serving and being a good steward of what God has given us is, ultimately, is living a life to refresh those around you. Mm-hmm. It's it's saying, you know what, I want to put you before I put myself. And so Moses, I would love for you to not list off all the way that you outserve all of us <laughs> because that we're trying to keep this under 30 minutes. But what I do want you to talk about is what's your motivation? This has really been a practice that's alive that's in your question. life. What has been your motivation to keep serving, keep giving and keep preferring those who are around you? It's a great question. Um, first of all, I think I think it was really modeled for me really, really well at a young age with my dad. He's a, for those of you that don't know, he started a church, uh, when I was actually one and, uh, we started with the, uh, the church was six people, my family, and that was it. (laughs) (laughs) Never despise the days of small beginnings. Exactly. Exactly. And because of that, my dad did everything. And, uh, he, you know, he was the church janitor. He ran the books. He did everything. And I was like, and he, with getting no money, and he was supposed yeah. to <laughs> feed four children. And uh, oh, was, church planting! Oh, <laughs> church planting uh, in 1993 or 1993, yeah, uh, or four, 94. And I, I was like, I hated it when I was little. I was like, didn't love it. And I was like, why? Like, Dad, you could go and make money and feed us yeah. and uh, and have a better life. Like, you came to America to give us a better life, but you're like not. And, uh, and so I think, but he, he kept on pressing in and charging in and I didn't understand it at a young age, but he just loved like God. And, um, but through it all, he like, one of his main giftings is preaching. And, um, whenever he, we would have a guest preacher come to our church, he would like the whole week, he would feel out of it. And I was like, interesting. Like, and my mom said something to me and says, whenever he doesn't give his gifting, to the church, he feels like he hasn't operated like mm. 
he, he, he hasn't operated in who he is. Hmm. And I was like, man, like that's such a great thing to live by. Like we all have giftings. We all have, you know, places of uh, serving. And when we don't give those actually like we lose out Mm -hmm, on, on it. And, um, and so really, honestly, it was modeled for me by my dad and he doing everything. And I fell in love with being, uh, in the church and just whenever the doors were open, I was like, I'm in it. And I'd rather be here than trying to, uh, be anywhere else because I feel closer to God, mm. uh, when I give. Mm. And, um, wow. and so that's, that's kind of my motivation. I, obviously there's scripture, uh, with that, but really I'm, I love this place. I, I love the church. Yeah. Like I love being here. I love setting up stuff. Like I've, I don't love being the face on the stage all the time. <laughs> I, just, I always say like, man, I would rather lead worship in the back and just microphone me and you guys can listen to me and not be on the <laughs> That would be more awkward. I know. <laughs> Maybe I know. easier for your soul, but be it is really easy. weird for all of ours. But, just going to throw that out there. But I, I think that uh, that scripture that you hit um, in Proverbs, a generous person prospers and he who re- refreshes others will, will also be refreshed. Mm. I get really refreshed by giving uh, mm. my best to other people yeah. and, and obviously to God. But, um, but yeah, that's kind of really, um, my motivation. And, uh, I remember, um, in college I was reading through John 15 and abiding in Christ. Mm. And, um, I was reading through the, also the gospels and I was like, Jesus really doesn't say like, like, Hey, you need to live for me. Like you need to do all these things for me. But what he invites us in, into it's, Hey, abide in me so that everything that you do is un- for my glory. And so I was like, man, I want, like, I, I, I don't want it to be like, if I just, I want to do this for God. That was never my motivation. It was more like, like, I want what's in me to come out for the other people to encounter God. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so that's kind of been my motivation. Yeah. Man, that's good. I think uh, what you're hitting on is huge, but I also want to address the elephant in the room anytime that we talk about doing things. <laughs> Because, gosh, we can get this wrong. Yeah. And um, when when our when our motivation gets off, totally, then we really are at risk of yeah becoming disillusioned with what we're doing and why Mm -hmm. we're doing it. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to say I know that some of you listening to this have given so much and you're whooped. Right. And you are like, man, I, I want to give more. It may be even in this process of going through the practices, you're like, dude, I want these practices to have more room in my life, but where am I going to put them? Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, and how am I going to do them? <laughs> right. How do I, what does serving look like when I have three little kids? Right. You know, I can't do what I did in college, right? I, mm-hmm. I can't do what I did when I was a single, whatever. Right. Um, what does it look like now? And we can start feeling a little bit of condemnation hmm. that we're not doing enough or that there's a connection in God's approval and our right. serving output. Yeah, And that's just completely wrong. Again, yeah. remember, this is an invitation into experiencing more of who God is in yeah. his presence. Right. It's not an invitation into doing more. And yes, serving means that we will do more. Right. But if we're not, or let me put it this way, we're not measured by how much we do. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's good. We're measured by our obedience to what we're called to do. Mm-hmm. That is huge. Yeah. 
because we're not all called to do the same things. We're not all made the same way. Right. You know, just like in Matthew 25, where we talked about on Sunday, the parable of the talons, where Jesus is telling a story saying, hey, a a master went out and he left this amount of money to this servant, this amount of money to this servant, this amount of money to this servant. And they were different amounts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the guy that was given five and doubled it got the same reward Mm -hmm. as the guy who was given two Mm -hmm. and doubled it. Jesus actually response was the same. Right. So I think it's important that when we're talking about something like this, where you can feel like, Oh man, there's something else I need to do. Mm -hmm. Or now they're trying to make me feel bad because I'm not doing this. Or I had to stop serving because of this. And now, uh, you know, what are they saying? It's like, no, we're again, it's not about the mechanics. It's about the purpose. And it's, I would say personally, I would be more excited about people living a I'm preferring my neighbor life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. than simply serving on a Sunday and living self motivated yeah. on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. It's like sure. I, I think that is way more important. Yeah. Because if we're doing those things, then the bigger things yeah. will work work their way out. Andrew, you have been uh you have lived your entire life in church. Yeah. Uh just like Moses. You know? Yep. And uh, so what about you, man? What's your motivation? What what keeps you serving for sure for all these years? Dude, I actually was really intrigued, Moses, at you starting with your dad because that's what I was going to say. My dad, from the moment that I can remember having memories of him, was serving my family. Yeah. Um, yeah. My dad didn't work for a church. He was a career teacher. Um over 40 years in the public school system. Dare I say a legend in he, Midway ISD? He was a legend. Very he was. He, so. he won a golden apple one year. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's up, the Danny? equivalent of an uh, uh, antiqued jackhammer. Dude, oh. dude, that is the school wow. district saying we can't give out hammers, but we can, we can sh- give we out can apples. Sure as much give Man. out golden apples. Come on. But he modeled it for me. I mean, he, and, and what I love about even what you're saying, JD, of just, there is a value of serving in the church, but this is a lifestyle that goes beyond us saying we need volunteers on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a calling of right. Jesus on our lives. And I think watching my dad live that in the way he served my family yeah. was really like, it touched me. It, it shaped me. And, you know, there's a ton of, there's a million different words that you can use to describe discipleship. But for me, probably the greatest discipleship that has been given in my life was watching my dad serve Mm. our family. Mm. The way he would serve my mom, the way he would serve us as his kids, the way he would, he would go create income in other ways so we could go on trips. Like just the, every little thing my dad did, literally I am 27 years old. I have never seen my mom get into a car without my dad opening the door for her. I mean, literally like down to the smallest details my dad serves our family and it so from from one side it was watching what was modeled to me of oh that's what manhood is in a way that's what i was raised with is manhood is serving the people around you Mm. which i'm so thankful that that's what my dad modeled i think it's really motivated me to live my life that man if somebody was watching me from the outside would they understand that serving is a priority to me not on, not just in church, not just in a in a capacity that I'm recognized, but mm. man, would it be just something that they see on me and think, oh, that's the way I should live? Yeah. I think outside of of that, the honestly, 
I think the thing that keeps me serving the most is I feel so close to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And the Bible talks a lot about the secret place of serving, of how serving is not meant to be put on a pedestal so that you're praised. Uh, it, it talks about in the mm-hmm. word that those who do that have reaped their reward. Mm-hmm. And they therefore the reward is not waiting in heaven for them. The reward was mm-hmm. given by the praise of other people. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I, I feel so intimately close to Jesus when I serve in places that I'm not seen. Wow. Wow. And yeah. I think the challenge for me, this it's personal, I honestly don't even talk about it that much, is I want there to be so much more service in the unseen that draws me closer to mm-hmm. Jesus so that when someone says, oh, thanks for doing that, in my heart, I know that's just the tip of the iceberg because I've been walking intimately with Jesus in this mm-hmm. in places that nobody ever saw. Yeah. Um, so I'd say so that's good. that's honestly the motivator for me is it draws me into knowing Jesus more and I'll do anything that does that. Yeah, I mean, that's so big because again, I, w- I wanna just keep coming back to the main point of all of the spiritual practices alive in our life is that they would draw us closer to Jesus. Yeah. The power of Bible study and meditation is that we're more aware right. of the Holy Spirit illuminating the Word of God mm-hmm. to us, to strengthen That's us, great. to equip us, to give us what we need uh, in our time of need. When we're worshiping and declaring, we are filling our minds with truth that are dispelling the lies that are trying to great. steal, kill, right. and destroy us. And when we when we serve, when we are stewards of what we've been given and not hoarders of what we have, when we live to refresh those around us, it makes us aware of our purpose. Mm. Our purpose of followers of Jesus is to be a light on a hill, to be a place of refreshment and hope for those around us because our motivation isn't to be a good person. Mm. Our motivation is to love Jesus. And and that's what's going to change our world. That's Mm -hmm. what's going to move us forward, not just in our relationship with him, but also uh, in our desire to see Jesus make a big impact uh, right. in our yeah. city. Well, guys, um, yeah, I think the 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 cool thing about serving and stewardship is that it's so simple. Mm-hmm. It's not hard to open the car door for somebody. It's not hard to throw <laughs> right. away someone's trash. Right. It's not hard to let them skip before you in the grocery mm-hmm. line. It's not hard. Uh, to buy someone's coffee mm-hmm. behind you. Uh, it's it's not hard to do those things. Ultimately, though, uh, it's a discipline For to sure. do those things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's practical, it's simple, uh, but it is life-changing. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't jumped on our challenge for this week, which is to serve somebody every day this week, and if you're not on a serve team to jump on one, let me encourage you to do it yeah. because what awaits you is refreshment mm. that is Amen. beyond your ability to understand. Let me leave you with Proverbs eleven twenty five one more time. A generous person will prosper, and whoever refreshes others will be refreshed.